All right. Good evening, everyone. Today's date is February 28th of 2024. The time is 6.30 p.m. I'm calling the order the City of Centerville City Council meeting. The first order of business is roll call. Councilmember Member Sweeney. Here. Council Member Ro Mosier. Present. Speak tonight. <laughs> um, Council Member Taylor. Present. Junior Council Member Stauber. Here. And Mayor Love is also present. Um, before we do the Pledge of Allegiance, I just want to let the public know that you're welcome to join us anytime here at City Hall Live for any of our meetings. Watch us on North Metro TV. You can watch us as a podcast even. And you can also sign up for our city email list if you want to be kept in the loop on what's going on here at the city. Please join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you all. Next order of business is the approval of the agenda. Does staff have any additions to the agenda this evening? We do not. All right. With no additions by staff, does any council members have any items they would like to have added to the agenda this evening? Hearing none, do we have a motion for approval of the agenda as presented? So, so moved. Second. We have a motion and a second. All in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed by the same sign. Motion carries. Uh, we have no appointments and presentations this evening and no public hearings, so we're going to cruise through this, looks like. Um, next item on the agenda is approval of the meeting minutes from the February 14, 2024 City Council meeting. Yes. Here. The minutes. Couple, couple of things. Yes, please. Okay. Well, just wait, making sure we're all there. Yeah, we're there. <laughs> I'm here. Page two of six, um, bottom paragraph. About the third sentence, city administrator stance stated that the beaver had dammed up a drainage pipe for a storm sewer pond, rented equipment, and pumped the pond for several days. It, I guess it almost sounded like the beaver rented the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, would, I, I would just add city rented the equipment. Sure. So, um, and then the only other thing was, and I don't know if this is part of the the minutes here, I was making notes last night. Um, on the memorandum. That's not going to be the minutes. Okay, well there's, it's just, there was something on that that um, we had a balance in our 10% balance of, and that just didn't make sense to me. That'll be yeah. on the, um, sure we'll on the other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I would just change that to we had a balance in our account of, so that was the only two things I had this day. Right. Thank you, Terry. Anyone else have any items on the minutes that needed to be updated or changed? All right, would anyone like to make a motion for approval of the minutes with the noted changes? So moved. We have a motion, do we have a second? I'll second that. All right, we have a motion and a second. All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed by the same sign. Motion carries. All right, we're moving to our consent agenda this evening. Does any council members want to have any items pulled for further discussion? And we noted the change that council member Sweeney wanted to make to item number four. All right, if no council members want to have any items pulled this evening, does anyone want to make a motion for approval of the consent agenda as presented? So moved. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. 
We have a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed by the same sign. Motion carries. All right, we're moving to old business item number one, development development security release request quick trip. Mr. Stites. So Mr. Mayor and Council, um, as you know, quick trip put um, up their store uh, actually over a year ago now. And so um, we had some security. So typically on developments, we hold money in escrow um, to make sure that they complete public improvements, especially that um, that they're required to do as part of their development. So we hold that money in case they go bankrupt or they just leave town for some reason. Or, and um, obviously, Quick Trip did those improvements and um, they've now been accepted. There is still a warranty period on the turn lane and the piping that went along with that. And so we are holding 25% of that security um, for another about another year. Uh, it's really to the end of 2024. And so uh, they have a right to request 75% of that back and probably could have requested it um, sometime last year. But at this point, we are um, recommending that we give that 75% of that security back. And there was another smaller security for just um, consulting time um, and Kurt's time, our, our engineering consultant. Um, and that escrow, the, the balance of that escrow is being recommended for release here as well. So otherwise, I'd take any questions on that. All right. Do we have any questions for administrative thoughts on this particular issue? All right. Mark, this isn't specific to the escrow. I guess I was just curious. Um, as we built Quick Trip, there were a number of questions that maybe came up about um, the car wash and things of that nature. Any any other feedback from the public that we've received in reference to any of those issues? We have not heard any from the public on, in terms of noise issues, which was a concern with the car wash. Um, you know, I, the only concern I think that has been raised um, just in terms of neighborhood relationships sort of would be that we did have a problem for a while with people cutting through the bank lot uh, mm -hmm. to get to Quick Trip and or thinking they could cut <laughs> right. through and, and then sometimes getting frustrated and just cutting through the grass. Oh. Um, well, with their vehicles? A, a number of trucks did it. Oh, wow. Um, and to the point where now Quick Trip has put some large boulders and trees up to make sure that it's real obvious that you cannot drive through here. Um, so, yeah. Hey, it is confusing, you know, when you come off of 21st and you see Quick Trip and you think, well, I'll take a left to get there, and the bank is now erected a sign to that says not through traffic to Quick Trip or something like that. So uh, hopefully we've mitigated that. Uh, I feel bad the bank had to put up with that for a while. But, um, yeah, otherwise, that's the only sort of neighbor-to-neighbor -neighbor issue. Um, it, you know, it is something that's been in the back of my mind is that um, if that's something that the council wanted to revisit, that we do have restrictions on the hours that our uh, car wash can operate. And um, if, if people wanted to revisit that, that we could certainly do that. Um, there's a sign right on the door that says, per city ordinance, we have to shut down. It's a bit off-putting, you know, to, um, when you come into town. And, but, um, you know, also there's not going to be complaints from Quick Trip either. That would, said we're gonna go bankrupt because we can't have a car wash all right, right. But, but you know if you're working um, hours that you know where you get home at two in the morning and would like to get your car washed and you can't do it at quick trip. So. Okay. On this side of the freeway. On this side of the freeway. Can I have uh, Yes please? Yeah when we put that noise ordinance in there for that uh, um, car wash it was till eight PM wasn't it or something like yeah, that? Yeah something like that, yeah. 
Um, but then we give Amazon the free reign of having their deliveries from 8 p.m. till what, 10 in the morning, uh, <laughs> which creates more noise than a car wash. Oh, yeah, sure enough. I, I guess my thought would be as if Quick Trip came to us and said, we really like to consider having our car wash open, and that would be an opportunity for us to respond to that versus just unilaterally changing it. Would the sign off the car wash be any significant? That's a, that, that is kind of a thumb. <laughs> I guess that's up to the council. We wanted to bring that back and talk about it. We should, or could. I don't even know what the hours are. I think it's 8 p.m. I think. Yeah, I think it's 8 p.m. Seems early to me for summertime. It's still daylight out. Yeah. I would say I would. I would. Do we need to make a motion to revisit the? Not necessarily. Uh, just give staff direction. I didn't mean to. It really should be on the agenda. I just. I guess if anyone feels strongly about it, you can certainly. Contact me after, um, okay. and just shoot me an email and say you would like to see it on the agenda. We'll put it on. All right. Any other questions in reference to development security release requests? If none, would anyone like to make a motion for approval as presented? I'm trying to find out. I, I will make that motion. All right. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. We have a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed by the same sign. Motion carries. All right. Um, rescheduling of the town hall. Ensure starts. Yeah, Mr. Mayor and Council, unfortunately, um, it appears that we've scheduled our town hall meeting uh, during the school's spring break, and I apologize for that. It's something I should have had on our radar. It did not. Um, I think maybe I got confused with my own children's spring break, which I had on my calendar. Um, so. Um, yeah, we, we did get some feedback from the public saying, oh boy, you know, I'm not going to make it, and that would be a shame. So, um, just looking to push it back a week or two or three. Um, I know that Councilman Bukowski does have um, some uh, time that he's not going to be available. Um, that uh, I've got on my calendar here, so I'll try to make sure that we don't hit that. But um, I think that's the first week of April that's where he's going to be out. So, I think uh, the last two weeks in March are kind of where we were thinking. Obviously we want to, at this point, March 11th is, or that week is just too quick. Uh, we'd like to make sure we get to kind of publicize. So, um, yeah, any any night that might um, look good to people in those last two weeks of March that um, we can do it. Uh, I guess the only other day that would not work would be the 26th, because we're having in this building uh, an open house on the county 54 uh, 20th Avenue corridor study. So. Then obviously the 27th we have a council meeting yeah, as well. Right. Are we looking at uh, Monday or Tuesday ideally or what day? I think we had a Monday and a Thursday proposed last time. Um, but Tuesdays are fine too. Is there anything going on the 18th that we don't know of? Nothing the 18th, no. Do you know what dates there were that Councilmember Koski could not have? As far as my calendar shows here, it was the first week of April. Okay. All right. Is anyone opposed to the 18th? Just I pushing it a week? They got. You'll be gone? I definitely can't go the 18th. Okay. How about the 25th? 
looks good. Does that give staff enough leeway to recontact everyone? Yep. Okay. All right. And what were the hours again? Five to eight. And Mark, could you, Mark or Athanasia, could you just kind of give a elevator speech as to exactly what um, the public could expect if they were to come to the open house? Yeah, so um, first of all, we'd like to make sure everybody's welcome to come. Um, at the open house, then we're going to have um, a few booths set up to talk with folks about the Lalonde development, provide information on TIF, uh, which is tax increment financing. Uh, we would also like to talk with folks about uh, different development scenarios um, and what a build-out to 5,000 folks would look like, um, as well as uh, civic engagement topics, provide resources, the best way to uh, interact with you. And we also have a civic engagement platform that we would like to launch and certainly sign people up for so that we could communicate with you um, in a better way. Uh, and then also we would like to uh, receive your input on um, capital projects, uh, maybe parks, um, capital projects that you, you know, something you'd like to see in the parks. Um, maybe it's a monument or um, a new trail or, or something like that. We'd like to hear your ideas and have the opportunity to connect with you. All right. Thank you for that. All right, does any council members have any other questions or comments? All right, would anyone like to make a motion for approval of the date change to March 25th? So moved. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. We have a motion and a second. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed by the same sign. Motion carries. All right, uh, we might break a Lance Breed record for our agenda this evening. Um, we will go into administrator and council updates. Administrator Stats. Yeah, so uh, an exciting event coming up here on March 7th. Uh, Avery and I will both be attending uh, City Day on the Hill. Um, this is kind of a day-long event where we get to um, interact with some of our legislators and hear from the League of Minnesota Cities on some of the issues that they're going to be advocating for us at the Capitol. Um, you know, we're just going to, it's, it's sort of an educational day, it's sort of a um, Get to know people day, and it's uh, it's really a neat event, and um, we're, we're I'm excited to go there with Avery and um, introduce our junior council member and that, the whole concept to everybody. In fact, I think actually today or yesterday was Youth Day at the Capitol, and I sort of scoffed at that and said, um, "Thank you, but we'll take our adult day and take our youth <laughs> to the adult day." Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna play with the boys and the girls um, on this day. So. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a neat event. We've got meetings scheduled with both our um, uh, state representative and state senator. Um, so uh, going to be having a one-on-one -on -one half hour meeting with each of them. And so uh, if you have any sort of policy questions or comments that you want us to relate to them, now's the time to email us and say, hey, you know, I really, I saw a bill coming up for this or that. I'm really concerned with this or that. Now's the time to help us in person, I think it, it really goes a long ways. And so, um, you know, if uh, I would encourage any of you to consider this day in the future, if you can uh, do it, I know Dee has done it, um, mm -hmm. and it's it's just a really interesting way 
I, I think sometimes um, city council members underestimate how much their voice matters to legislators. Um, you know, as much as a citizen voice matters, when they hear from elected officials, they really do pay attention, and I, I think they they know that you're the boots on the ground. They know that you're the ones closest to the issues, and they really do pay attention. So, and and despite you know how partisan things are, uh, you know, I think at the state level we've got some really good representatives that that go beyond the partisan politics and really do advocate for um, practical solutions for things, pragmatic solutions. So. I think that's good. We've got two good, good folks representing us. Mark? Um, one from each party, which is nice. So, so curiously, even though it's the 7th, which is only a week away, yeah. a week and a day, it still may not be too late to sign up. Yeah, I don't know. that uh, You probably couldn't, yeah. 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 So if anyone had interest, I, I'm still thinking about it. So sure. I, it's very possible that I will make an appearance, if not the full day, maybe even half day. Yep. Um, early voting is still going on. Teresa was nice enough to clear all that stuff out of here so our guests could have room to sit uh, at their leisure. But um, every day we do have voting uh, equipment set up in here. And we do have either Teresa or Chris, who are both trained as election uh, judges, um, election officials. They're here every day to help you. And then um, upcoming on actually the election day, um, we have March 5th is the primary. Um, it's the presidential primary election. So. Um, Come on out, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. at St. John's Community uh, Center. And just so everyone knows, that's not the old church. That's the new churchy-looking thing, which isn't actually their church, but it's a community center that they use as a church. Um, but it's um, it's really in their fellowship hall there, and so um, it's a nice space for us. Uh, everyone should be aware also that recently we did the accuracy testing on the little machine that we put our ballots into. And that was open to the public, and um, we did actually, I think, have a person, a member of the public, uh, attend that. Uh, there's always two people from our staff, so Teresa and an election judge. Both are there to witness that. Um, and, you know, everything's passed. And what they do is they basically try to break the system. They do a messy marking, a nice one, a half marking, a no marking, a mark too many people. They do all the different scenarios, run it through the system, make sure it spits out the right answer and um, you know, come with a big log of all the results and that's all very public so in today's age of um, questions surrounding our voting uh, accuracy and, and all the things that go along with that it's a great way to let the public see the transparency of our system so. uh, Senator Cares this week is uh, Hunger Day on the Hill um, which is March 13th just a, again, an opportunity for folks to come and speak to the legislators about uh, hunger-related issues, and um, you know, a great topic that I know is near and dear to the mayor's heart, and um, so I'll really put that out there. The Met Council is holding a State of the Region address, so if you don't can't get to a State of the City address, because we're not doing one, we can go to the State of the Region address here. Uh, everyone's invited. I asked to make sure that it was open to the public, and it is. Um, but they would also love to see elected officials, so if that's something that you can fit into your calendar, it's over in Hopkins, and um, just let's say staff know we can get you registered, or, or you can get sure register yourself as well. Um, and the Cleopatra um, was um, had a nice photo opportunity. Unfortunately, this uh, publication came out before that photo op, but um, 
Yeah, it's our first named snowplow, and we're uh, very happy with how that turned out. And looking to do it again next year. We do have two large plow trucks, so we're going to name a second one next year and continue on with that tradition. We do a new liquor licensee. Um, uh, NY Liquors is going to um, uh, take over an existing liquor license, and so we're welcoming them into the city. Uh, if you recall, the last time it was asked that we do an additional background check through Hennepin County, that came back clear, and so we um, move forward issuing that license. I know, speaking of uh, open houses, uh, I know the county is having an open house. Um, uh, we're going to have an open house, excuse me, and regarding their uh, road reconstruction here in the park. And for more information there, you got the QR code and, and various things that you can give input on that or just learn about what they're going to be doing. Tomorrow, I will be attending the Northeast Metro Water Supply Planning Workshop um, again. This is, so the one I attended a couple weeks ago was our region. This one is um, a gathering of all the regions to talk about what we each did and kind of compare and contrast notes and figure out if there's some synergy to what we're doing. Um, so again, a very important uh, workshop. There is a bill that we've been uh, alerted to by the by <coughs> folks in Metro Cities that would have uh, Met Council um, add to their list of regional issues that they govern. So right now they have sewer, planning, transit, and I'm going to forget uh, one other, but they're trying to add housing and um, uh, water supply to that list. And um, Metro Cities is opposing that. And um, I am advocating that we oppose it as well. Um, you can certainly let me know your opinion on that. But um, there's plenty of oversight over water supply. And um, having them at council involved just does not sound like a great idea to many of us city administrators and city engineers. And so again, that is part of what we're talking about at these meetings. And so um, it is concerning. And I, I hope that you can help us follow that and for whatever your position would be on that. Our police department just did add a new officer, um, and uh, we are also still hiring one more, so we still have one more opening uh, on the police department, so please let us know if you know of any good candidates. Uh, the fire district is still hiring um, local folks from our, our city to be a part of them. And uh, I know we do have two new members uh, coming on board. We're going through training right now, so we're going to be, um, you know, there is really no exact number there that we're looking to have, but we have 10 right now. We'd like to be closer to 15, but um, 10 is still adequate as long as we're getting good daytime response and stuff. So remember that um, it's a great way to serve your city, but it also really keeps costs way, way down compared to having a professional sort of sitting in the fire station waiting for a fire staff. Um, having volunteer firefighters really keeps our costs down. Um, the Westview development, our little lawn property, is um, we've been back and forth with them on an almost daily basis now, just talking through various issues. Um, so we're, I've seen a couple of new sketches, and um, I've, I've been happy with the progress towards um, having some historical context to the building. They're um, looking at sort of a, a way to give a nod to the old school uh, that was in Centerville. So it makes a lot of sense to me since they're right next to our existing school. 
they're going to have some sort of architectural um, features that will harken back to the days of the old Centerville School. And so we've helped, we asked the Historical Society to help us um, find some old photos and that kind of thing as well. And uh, we're working through some of that. So You're not going to have them do something like the old jail? <laughs> the jail concept has been uh, run by the junior council member. She was not a fan of it. No, no. Uh, I love jail. <laughs> no, that's right. It was, a, that was the opposite. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it, it's uh, it's interesting that, you know, I think the the old school, you know, didn't have a real lot of architectural flair, but there is a certain um, feeling of a, a, a schoolhouse that you get when, with, with what they put together. And I think it's, it's a really neat tie-in, you know, given that they're right next to the school. And um, it's a neat part of our history, too, to have a Centerville school at one point in time, right? Um, and obviously, we just voted on the open house for that project and other uh, items, so we hope people will turn out to that open house on March 25th, right? Yeah. From 5 to 8. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here at City Hall. 1737 Main Street, we did have a little bit of a, an inquiry there. I haven't seen anything yet, but uh, a restaurant owner expressed interest in that site. No idea what genre of restaurants um, it is, but um, our our real, realtor is working through some issues with, with him and, and looking to engage in that conversation. Um, Baby Villas, um, I, I will say that there's been some real progress there towards closeout. We actually have a wetland permit application in, which has been a long-standing issue that has been outstanding, a long-outstanding issue. Um, and so we're moving towards getting that thing finally closed up. There's really nothing more to do there except close out the permit. So same thing with Old Mill Estates. They're moving in that same direction and actually have, I've seen real progress there. So I know I keep promising that those things will get closed up, but we actually have seen actionable items come forward recently. So, And um, we also did have a trucking company looking for space um, to park trailers along 20th Avenue there. Um, had some conversations with them. Looked like just wasn't going to fit with the zoning of the parcels they were looking at, and so it doesn't look like anything's going to work out with, with that um, particular inquiry. Other than that, I would take any questions. I should, I guess, add that a couple things have come up since this was put to publication. Uh, we have had um, the developers, prospective developers of the. 20 or 19 acres north of the Robin Moore property there the, in the northeast corner of town, uh, known as Peltier Estates. They're looking at getting going on that development. Um, so obviously the third time they've told us that in five years, but <laughs> I uh, have no reason to believe that they aren't going to move forward with that. So we'll see that coming ahead of, uh, in front of the Planning Commission in the next couple of months and hopefully get that um, through the process and you know, could likely break, break ground this, this summer. Um, there was one other. Old Mill um, Estates third edition. Yes, thank you. The Old Mill Estates um, folks have brought forward a third edition, which is the sort of the replat of the real large lot that is sort of north and west of Acorn Creek Park, um, and that is that was always part of the plan. It's just they were working through some things with that um, power line easement through there and wetland issues and that kind of thing, and so they finally kind of got some of those things coalesced and bring that forward to, to you. So 
Um, looks like it would be making that one lot into four, right? So three additional lots out of this. There's a bit of high ground out past the wetland there. Um, so right where Laramie Lane takes a bend, uh, a little drive, a private drive would go out in that direction and, and serve three more homes. So. Yes, sir. When you say private drive, is it going to be a buyback down the road from the <laughs> right. city again? Or yeah, what fair, the very fair question. Um, the, it's why we always discouraged it um, to avoid that issue. Uh, I think you'll see that this is a little bit different in that it's really going to be more like a driveway, not a road. And you know, it'll be so far detached from a roadway that I don't think there's going to be an expectation that in any way, shape, or form could a city take this over. Now, that being said, a driveway that serves three homes has issues, right? We've got to make sure that there's an agreement between the three, you know, and making sure that that is um, fail-safe and can fire engines and emergency vehicles get back there. So we're working through some of those issues with them. Um, but really, it's probably the only viable way to serve that area and, and affect this development. So uh, a full-size city street just isn't going to work there. So. Good question. Yeah. Okay. Anything more? That's it. Any questions for administrator's thoughts? All right. Dancia, anything for the team? Well, nothing new. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Kurt. Anything for the group? It's nice to see you guys. Me too. All right, Terry. Any report outs? <laughs> you looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Darren. Um. Well, we had the EDA meeting. And uh, I, I'm going to see what Avery's take is from it before I comment on anything, if you don't mind. She was a fill-in, and I, hopefully she enjoyed it. Okay. So I, I would uh, turn mine over to Avery on, the, on her thoughts on the EDA board. Well, Avery, the, the floor has <laughs> been ceded to you. <laughs> I have a couple of fun reports for later, but if we're just talking about EDA, um, we talked about interesting thing. We had a presentation regarding incubator spaces and a potential building built. Um, it's kind of like a space to help grow smaller businesses um, slash meeting area that would hopefully help businesses get started here in Centerville. And it sounded good from everything we had from the presentation. Um, and then the other thing I had noted down was that we talked about flags on Main Street. So we had a lot of a, a placemaking conversation regarding decor and yeah. Did I, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, that's kind of the nuts and bolts of it. I mean, we, we had uh, our uh, realtor in and spoke with him on a few things and trying to figure out uh, um, what's what for that lot. And yes, he ran a financial analysis and presented that to the EDA on the 1737 Main Street site. Um, and he brought forward a couple different floor plans for size facilities, one was like a 4,500 square foot facility, one was a 3,500 square foot facility, and then he worked the numbers and figured out like what would be doable and what an ask might look like, um, that kind of thing. And then uh, there was also some discussion about um, upcoming programming um, pertaining to um, assisting businesses uh, such as, you know, Max Storage that might um, need help getting tenants um, and what that could maybe look like. Um, so uh, just looking at how to 
help those folks get through the um, process to get into the facility um, quicker. An example of that one was uh, helping um, them get their occupancy full so they can build that other building. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, we threw around some ideas and stuff. So, yeah. so I gotta change them into an incubator space. Um, so Mike Bryce actually did speak about that and how it kind of is an incubator space. Right. And so um, there'll be follow-up discussions at the next couple of um, EDA meetings for sure. Just to further vet the idea. But it was great to have Avery and very engaged. And, Summer. And to answer your question, we got to define what, you know, we, we need to spell out what is acceptable in there or not. In the storage place. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. They're pretty big units. Yeah, yeah, they have, they have some good units. Yeah. And, yeah. So. Okay. All right. You can Thank good. you. All right. I don't have anything. No? Okay. Avery, right. you, you had other stuff. stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, to start off, I'm just reiterating again, I am going to be at the City of Day at the Hill. I would love for topics to discuss. Um, I've been thinking about that a little bit. I can say I was also on Monday, was at the school board meeting, with Ella actually. <laughs> I was, uh, and they honored a couple of people, they talked about middle school renovations and basically went over the budgets. So that was an inter interesting thing to see, it's a little different than city council meetings or even the EDA, so that was a good experience. And then for school reports, uh, a lot of the spring sports are coming in the net to the end. So boys hockey is in the section finals, I think, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's Friday, I don't remember. Uh, Centennial boys swim and dive are going to state, which is this weekend, I believe. And then I th think we also have a boys wrestler who is at the state tournament. And that's it for school reports. All right, Mr. Sports. <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> Speaking my language, All right, I love it. All right, thank you for that. Okay, uh, I guess I'm the last thing between getting us out of here. So, uh, clear, clear a path throughout was mentioned. It was pretty cool to create a little buzz around that. That's all over social media everywhere. So, um, other cities may be stealing our idea, even though I'm sure we stole it from someone else. So, pretty cool there. Uh, as was mentioned, down the hill is March 7th. So, any of you guys, I. I and ladies, my wife always gets after me, I can't call everyone a guy, um, to uh, welcome to attend. I, Like I said, I also plan to hopefully be able to attend at least half the day there. Uh, again, mentioned March 25th, 5 to 8 p.m., we will have our open house. I uh, would love for as many members of the public to come out as possible so we can talk to you, hear your thoughts and ideas, and share the things that are going on with our city. Um, I have a meeting with one of our scouts tomorrow just to kind of help him get one of his merit badges or something of that nature. So um, one of those pretty cool opportunities that you get to do, they just call you up and say, can we ask you some questions? So I'll be here at City Hall if other scouts want to come and just listen in. Uh, I believe it's one of our older scouts, so he'll ask him some real tough questions. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Alright, uh, I did also have an opportunity to attend our Cable Commission meeting, and I have some very copious notes here, but I will try to give the Cliff Notes version of them. Um, one of the first things we talked about was NSPM, which is our 
local cable sports networking um, one of the things that was shared with us was we were able to actually broadcast the last three games of the state tournament for football which we normally would not have been able to do because of that relationship with them and there is actually being I'll call it a documentary uh, but there's a an episode being put together about that season a commemorative special so be on the lookout for that um, North Metro TV home movie transfer services experienced its most profitable month profitable month ever in December of 2023 um, grossing approximately seven thousand dollars the overall gross for 2023 was approximately twenty three thousand dollars which was a 25% increase over 2022 so pretty cool there um, that that is being utilized so well um, we received a $7,000 payment from Cottage Grove for filming a pair of a pair of hockey games so North Metro TV is actually going out and trying to find other ways to create revenue which I think is a very good thing there um, we also are working with the city of Cambridge and receiving $250 an hour for some engineering and consulting so we're loaning our expertise out to other communities um, we received our fourth quarter franchise fees and peg fees are slightly lower than the previous quarter but money is still coming back so we like that um, we also received an update on the disbursement of money back to our member cities the total pot of money was $150,000 of which Centerville be, will be receiving $5,367 and three cents. So we, we're going to get every penny of that <laughs> money penny. back. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then the final thing was we did not get to talk about the, um, the joining of other commissions that we voted on here as a council. Um, the board is going to have a conversation about that, but the member from Blaine wasn't available, so we tabled that particular discussion until our June meeting. And with that, I would entertain a motion for adjournment. So moved. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Yes. That's a, I'll take that as a second. <laughs> All in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed by the same sign. We stand adjourned. God bless.